Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. It is the Match Build-Up Show. It's Liverpool versus Aston Villa. It is your Premier League champions versus Aston Villa. Um, Where are they in the league again, Paul? They are third from 18th. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. bottom. Whoa, 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 easy guys. Pride cometh before the fall. Um, yeah, look, yeah, they've got something to play for. The, I mean, look, unless, yeah, I think it's a great point just to kick it off exactly what I was going to go with, Chris. Uh, just not to go full Jürgen on this, but. This is look. We've got a great record against Aston Villa. I think they are the only the, the team we've got like a the the second long. The fact that it's our longest unbeaten record, I think, against any team is against is against Aston Villa. Is that um, in games or years? Because they've not been in the league for a while. I think it's in games. Uh, Everton's second in terms of how how long it's been since since that. So um, yeah, we, we've got a fantastic record against Aston oh. Villa. We know we had to work for the win. Um, at Villa Park, but we have got a great record at Anfield. But as mentioned, look, they are teetering on the brink here. They're a point behind Watford in 17th. They will desperately need something from this game, so I wouldn't expect this to be a procession in any way, shape or form. No, absolutely not. I think especially with West Ham beating um, Chelsea yeah. midweek, you know, they've, they've gone a few points ahead themselves. Like they're now three points ahead of Aston Villa, aren't they? So, you know, it's close down there in West Ham and Watford are the two teams that they'll be eyeing up. They'll be looking at Liverpool going, fucking hell, we're not banking on any points here. But they're hoping that we're on the beach. They're hoping that everything we said in the final word show after the City game about us having a few drinks and maybe just not quite being at it. They're hoping that continues for one more game. Whereas what I'm thinking is... Liverpool were embarrassed by the defeat against Manchester City and turn up and absolutely smash Aston Villa into next week and into the championship, quite frankly, because I don't think that, that our players got where they are today by being embarrassed by playing like that against Manchester City. It's got to get back to the drawing boards and just give it your all and that will be too much for Aston Villa, far, far I, too much. Yeah, I mean, Sam, that's... that's- we, we we can't know, and this is why it's, it's really interesting. Every single game of this of this restart has been a little bit of unknown territory. We're taking what we know in a wider sense, in a general sense, about this squad and their mentality and their abilities and what have you. But we, like, there's a we've opened up a whole new world of like of, of our understanding. It's you know behind closed doors football. Now it's Liverpool are the champions. How do they react? How, you know, do they still have the ability to be mentality monsters, giants, whatever? When there's nothing really to play for. Yes, records, but playing for records is not the same as playing for silverware. It's it's. It's a it's a sprinkling on top of whatever it is you, you you're trying to achieve, and 
we all know that Liverpool should be more than capable of bouncing back, but it's now going to be up to the players to kind of, to kind of prove it. Yeah, definitely. And, and you're right. Records become relevant when you're there. You know, not five wins away. When you're one or two wins away, you're nearly there. It's like the semi-final of the cup, in it? But the third round, you're not asked. You play the kids. So, like, yeah. I don't think that's an issue. I think one, a couple of records that we, we, we are looking at, Mo Salah and Mane will be looking at that golden boot, thinking we've got a few games here to smash it. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be at it. Hopefully, you know, that I, that game against City was just a game in isolation and that, you know, it, all, everything around it was just a one-off and we can get back to it now. thing with Villa, what's interesting is their next two games, Liverpool and United, and I think, although they're probably looking at it thinking, we might not get anything out of this. Anything we get out of this is a bonus. What they will be looking to do is not get beat 5-0 in both games. Yeah. They're going to be resolute. You know, they're going to sit back, soak up on lots of hitters on the, the counter-attack. So we've got to be at it, both concentration-wise at the back and obviously continue to do what we did against Palace. And I'm confident that the boys will be wounded. Uh, and I think someone said before, we might not have lost two games in the spin. I, I, I don't see anything but a convincing bounce-back result here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is it. This is it, Frankie, isn't it? That yeah, if they, it's, it's up to what they want. And this is not to be disrespectful to Aston Villa, but Liverpool are nearly 60 points ahead of Aston Villa in the league. <laughs> you know, that's... It's not you being disrespectful, it's Liverpool being no, disrespectful. Exactly, <laughs> isn't it? And, it, and it, it, it's about what Liverpool and these players want from the rest of the, the, from the season. Do they want to just ease off and, and, and you know, and, and just get what they get from the rest of the season because look I think all of us as fans will be annoyed if that if they do that because we demand so much of this team at all times but I think look as human beings I think we'd all be perfectly forgiving of that because they've put in an absolutely heroic shift this year and they've delivered to us what it is the thing we've wanted most for 30 years and that would be fine but yeah it's up to the players now to decide whether they're kind of happy with that or whether they want to fight for more yeah, definitely. And it's not just uh, about this season. A lot of these individuals need to make a statement for the coming season, which is just around the corner. For example, you can just say, like, let's say if we did get Werner, Firmino and Origo need to be putting a shift to say, no, you don't need to go and purchase anyone. I'm still here to deliver. Even though we've reached our objective, I'm here to go through a war to show I'm that person you don't need to. And all these things that you got to take in consideration, like you said, with uh, Saleh Mane trying to get it. Henderson may be in recognition for PFA, so he was a poor shift and poor recognition. We still have these objectives, and it's only professional of us, of us as the players, to perform when you do need to perform. We still have six more games left, so let's consistently keep at it. And mentioning what Sam said, it's also kind of damage limitation on Aston Villa's part because I don't know what the goal difference is at the bottom, but these guys may it may just go down to goal difference as well. So I don't think Aston Villa are gonna exactly go full throttle on us, even though they do need the points, but need to be considerate of what Liverpool do want to achieve. And it may be a bit sweet. Yes, we lost to them six 0 or whatever during the League Cup, so that may be an incentive for us. <laughs> but at the same time Aston Villa may have an incentive to get revenge on us because when we played in Villa Park, we snatched it in the last minute with Mane. Yeah. So there's a lot of things for this game to be more intense than what many people would think they would be. Yeah. Chris, were you, and, Chris were you just doing seated jumping jacks there or did you want to talk? Uh, I wanted to talk, mate. Um, I always want to talk. Um, now, just on the on the goal difference, theirs is worse than both Watford and West Ham, but they are they're not they're not so far away that they couldn't couldn't claw it back with a couple of big wins, I suppose. Um, I think you know. Just to just to continue what Frankie was saying about that result, and let's not forget, for as good as Liverpool played against Villa, and they did play well, 
um, first time out. You know, we had, I think, was it 75% possession, somewhere thereabouts against Villa, 25, six shots, something last time out against them, loads and loads of big chances. You know, we only scored in the 87th and I think like the 93rd minute or something like that. They were 1-0 heading with 10 minutes to go before, three minutes to go before we'd scored. So, Liverpool will be going out there and we're at Anfield and we're going to, I think we're going to demolish them, quite frankly. I think the game goes in a very, very similar way to the last game. Loads of possession, loads of chances for Liverpool, but this time we'll prove why we're league champions. Um, not, and that's not to say that we didn't prove why we're league champions by coming from behind, because I actually think that's a big thing as well. Yeah. Um, the, the bigger talking points around this game for me is, what does Klopp do with the side? Does he just go, fuck off, you lads put in a dog shit performance and I'm pissed off now? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to change a few players, or does he go? I'm so pissed off, I'm going to make you play again. Yeah. Like a couple yeah. of days later, like I, I, that's that's kind of where I am because it was this game last time where Lalana randomly played the six. Yeah. He just threw Lalana in, and we've not seen or heard of Lalana very often since. But Lalana played the six in this game. Is it time for Williams? Do you, do you throw him in and go? You know what? And I was thinking this during the final word, actually, I never quite got the opportunity to say it. Much like what we were talking about yesterday, Paul with Foden and how. You know, I've always thought Foden was good, doesn't have enough minutes, I'll take the piss out of that, fine. But whenever I see him, I think he's a player. I don't think Pep learned too much about him in his 25-minute substitute appearances where he comes on at 4-0 in garbage time and looks good. What mm-hmm. we're seeing with Nico is the same. Quite often he's coming into games in garbage time. Like, I've not seen yeah. Nico defend really, against top players. That's what I need to see. So I'd actually Mm -hmm. be more comfortable just seeing him from the start of the game and go, let's have a look. Come on. When the game's on the line, how are you going to perform? And I think he'll stand up. I think he'll be counted. But that's the kind of stuff that I want to see going forwards now. Yeah. I mean, what we're seeing from the the teams, Chris's earlier point, Sam, about making them go again, we, we see that often from Klopp, actually. You know, when you see someone have a really poor performance, it's very rare that they don't play the next game. I think Klopp likes to give lads the chance to 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 kind of, uh, what's, what's the word, kind of acquit themselves a little bit better the next time. But I think Dejan Lovren is a good example of that. I think he, you know, he, he has the worst game we've ever seen against Tottenham Hotspur um, at Wembley. And I'm pretty sure he then goes and plays the next the next week when everyone, every one of us would have had that be his last ever game in the Liverpool shirts. <laughs> Klopp goes and actually, you know, okay, it's easy to say that now because we 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 know what we're getting from Lovren, but then he goes on a really good run of form off the back of it. I don't know whether that's whether we're capable of that because of the short time span between the two games. But this is the good thing we're in is that because of the way we've worked it, because Cater's had some minutes now, Minamino's had some minutes. You could probably and let's use Kate as an example because Kate actually comes on in the final five minutes in the in the Villa game and we've and we've seen we saw in, in cameos what he can do. Take Chris's argument for Nico Williams there and probably put it onto Nabi Kater. This is probably the, a good time to get him get him another start really. Definitely and good thing we're not in the days when we're begging for Raggy Clavan to start centre back. <laughs> 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 Still yeah. good job Ragnar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I probably feel more comfortable with him as a backup than Lovren, to be honest with you. I swap and bring him back from wherever he's in Estonia, Belarus, or whatever. But yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. I think there's a balance, isn't there, between the two options Chris put up there? There's a case of yeah, you're all you play shite, you're getting hooked, and at the same time, there's you know you need to bounce back. I think 
depending on the player that I'll apply. So I see, you know, Trent came off. He's probably going to start, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, Gomez came off. He's going to start. Verge just plays. Robbo just plays. You look at it, you look around he, the pitch. Does Robbo just play? I actually think that's a, that's a talking point there, Milner. If you had the Nico Williams at left-back, you'd have an argument, but I don't think the lads underneath Lewis, you know, Lerucci, maybe Milner, but... Yeah, it just it, the balance just is not there for me, in my opinion. That that's the only argument I've got for it, really. But yeah, couldn't agree more there, Paul. I think Cater played really well against Everton, and he was let down by those ahead of him. Um, yeah. I think it's his time now. I think he's got an opportunity. Um, and without going too far left the field, I'm one of the believers. That I actually thought Liverpool might solve Ronaldo this year mm-hmm. uh, for a number of reasons, but I think that won't happen now. But uh, I think Cater now's his time. Uh, the City game was a game in isolation. We were always going to go full throttle. But I think the rebuilding of our side into a slightly revolutionised team next season might just begin in the Villa game. And I, I think Kate is a big part of that. Yeah, yeah. That, it's an interesting point, isn't it? Isn't it, Frankie, that we're going to see because we just don't know now. Do Liverpool go, well, this is our best 11. We're going to put out, we're going to continue to do what we've done and put our best 11 out on the pitch, which is largely got Wan Alderman in. It's like it'll largely have Jordan Henderson playing in the box to box. It'll have to be, we know more or less what the best 11 is. Or is this an opportunity now where Cop goes, not like, you know, people are saying throw the kids in. I don't see this as a game where Harvey Elliott's going to play the next six. <laughs> no, no. You know what I mean? Like, and I think a lot of us would do something like that because, because, yeah. because you're kind of thinking, why not give Salah a load more time off? Salah won't want that for a start, but this might be an opportunity where we do start to see this is as a as a as a time to, as a time to evolve Liverpool's team. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting one um, because when we're discussing after the Man City game, we we're saying the lack of games these players have had and the eight day break. Now they're having that Europa League kind of thing, Thursday, Sunday kind of, they have the opportunity to be consistent again. But at the same time, we have all these players. It's also what's a major fact that we also should consider is now that we are allowed five substitutions now. So it's all this, maybe we can bring, and then you also have this core break, water break thing. So there's a lot of things to consider. I don't think the players are necessarily exhausted coming to the end of the season. I just feel that this will be a great chance to kind of, show the players that are kind of fringe players to show that they're capable because the turnaround from the end of this season to next season is going to be, I don't know, two weeks or whatever, and then we're back at it again. So these guys need to still be in motion. So I thought if I was in close position, I would start introducing the squad players into the starting lineup, but still keep maybe like six six of our regular first 11 and maybe four of our fringe players starting the game. Mm, yeah, it's interesting. Anyone else, Chris, for you that deserves a little bit of a, a, little bit of a look in here? Um. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, 
but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I, I'll be honest. I need to see something out of Rigi because I don't, I don't think he's been very good this season. And mm. I think I need to know whether he's going to be good enough for us to rely on next season. If we're not yeah. getting that big name through the door... I think Klopp needs to take a real look at Origi over the next few games because we saw, like, you knew the game was gone last night because he played Origi in the nine and he never yeah. fucking does that. Does he, like, do you know, do you know what I mean, though? No, seriously. Um, we, we, need, we need someone. You know, we need someone who's, you know, we're not getting Werner. Chelsea have got him. Who is it Origi? Is it Brewster? Who, who's the answer? Because I don't think, for as much as a Colter is, and, for, and he's done unbelievable for Liverpool over the last few seasons. I don't think he's good enough. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to I would like to know whether I'm right or wrong. I hope he proves me wrong. I really do because I love him. I think he's brilliant in that regard. Yeah. I think he, he's a great guy as well and he's good for the squads. I'm just not sure he's good enough for this side anymore. It, it, it's an interesting one, isn't it, Sam? Because look, he's only scored five goals this season, Divock. I'm just having, I'm just dra- trying to drag his stats up while we're talking, just to see, uh, just to see how it stacks up for between like, this season and last season, of course. But I don't think Chris is wrong in saying that. I don't think Divock Origi's had. I mean, if nothing else, he just hasn't had those standout moments that make us that made us love me. He hasn't had his his statue moments um, this season <laughs> compared to last. <laughs> yes, he's spot on. That, well, that's what it is, isn't it? It's, he's a moments player. I mean, last season he was terrible, and then he came on against Everton. Nobody knew why he was getting brought on. It was a bit of a last throw of the dice, and then he does that, which was Pickford's fault, really. Then he started the next game and was terrible. Might have been against Burnley or someone like that. He was terrible. And then he went missing again, pops back up again in the Champions League and pretty much wins us the Champions League in, in some regards. So it, it, he's a strange player. He, he's not a good footballer. But then, in terms of well, that's that's a bad thing to say. He's a quality footballer for all those <laughs> yeah. for all those uh, Michael Edwards alike across the league. He's worth forty five million pounds. He's not a great player. That's what I should have said. In this great team, that's fair, isn't it? But mm-hmm. and he keeps getting shoe owned on the left, which pisses me off. Um, <laughs> it pisses me off. I, I play FIFA. You know, I know my football. He plays. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not a great player. He's, he's just a CF. Most- yeah, he's a yeah, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> ST. <laughs> but like, yeah. he, he, that's what I mean. He, he's a striker, and, and I really hope for his own career and for his legacy at Liverpool, we get a decent fee for him, and we see him playing for Wolves or Newcastle or Wolfsburg again or something like that again next season because he deserves that. And I think we, he's. I don't see where he plays for us now. When he comes on, I think straight away unbalanced. You have this thing, don't you, with footballers where I think when you when you can get a tune out of them out of position and you can get that for a while. Think of like um Jordan I playing at wing back. I mean we had <laughs> we had Lazimarkovic playing wing back for a handful of games and he looked really good. And then you know, you, you I don't think 
sometimes you can convert someone and, and that becomes their new thing. And I think Divock has done, I think he's done a sterling job out wide. I actually like him wide more because I think, I don't think he contributes to the team as a centre forward. Divock Origi's problem's never been his goal scoring, although it would stand to reason that it is because his goal to games ratio is not great for us, to be perfectly honest. But his goal to minutes ratio is, is outstanding because he, he's, he is season. clinical. It's 198 minutes this season. Is it? Yeah. yeah, but, it's, but, it's, but point, Jeff, it's point one goals per game at the moment, but obviously you know that's the difference. Yeah, goals to games difference. I mean, he's got a, he's got eight goals in seven hundred and sixty three minutes for us in all competitions. Actually, that's current Premier League too, so it's probably slightly less than that. But the the point is, is that he's always been this way. He'll score five goals in five games, but he'll be terrible in all of those five games. But he scored five goals, so you kind of you kind of shrug it off. I quite like how he plays on the left hand side because he's quite direct and he, and he and he does go both ways. He's happy to go to the byline if needs be. He plays the role, but I think there's a I think there's a lad in there who goes. I'm a centre forward, and it becomes a point at which if you don't like doing the dishes, you stop doing the dishes well after a while because you know you don't want you don't do the jobs you don't want to do well because eventually you want someone to go. Oh, I'll just do it myself, or I'll, I'll get someone else to do that job instead. Oh, by the way, I don't mind doing the dishes actually, but there's plenty of jobs that you don't do well. Um, but just to look at his stats compared this season to last, I mean, this season um, he's played 1,200 plus, I mean, nearly 1,300 minutes. He's got three Premier League goals and 24 appearances, three assists, um, and that's pretty much the, the the tale of it. Two goals in the in 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 the League Cup, and that and that's all she wrote from him this season. Really, he's played loads more. He's played nearly double the amount of minutes this season to last. Last season he only he only made twelve Premier League appearances, scored three, got eight goals in all comps. Although, as I say, actually it's seven because I think transfer market have added Premier League two, which is just stupid, fucking <laughs> stupid. Why would you add the reserve? Effectively, the reserve. Anyway, it's another thing for the other day. Yeah, I think the point is there, and I think the point stands is I think he's a capable. I think him and Shakiri are very similar in this in this regard. I think there's talent in there, Frankie. They've, mm. they've got the ability to come in and affect the game, but neither of them is good enough to be a first teamer for Liverpool. They're not players that we've. This is what happens when you when you have or buy squad players. These were neither. They weren't lads who were nailed on first teamers for Liverpool, and then we've improved upon them. They were always backup lads, and when you when you backup lads there's always going to be a, re- a peak to what they can do. Yeah, you know, I actually forgot about Shakiri after all this. You know, these all, <laughs> you got some of these players that the Shakiri, Lanan is still around. Um, I only found out yesterday that Klein actually has left the club. It's just stuff like, that. whoa, we actually have... A, a we still have time to lose. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just that stuff. So there is that thing where, yeah, these are squad players, but squad players are always going to be that person that always be ready when you get called upon. Um, it's been going on for a while, like Vladimir Smito in the Istanbul. He was not meant to start, but he was called upon when he needed it, and he delivered. That's the, what the level we need to have with our fringe and squad players to know that the manager can rely on them when they need to become... OK, Origi has done it from time to time, but it's not been in a point where we need it as much. And not to make... I mean, for me, no, it's a little bit interesting because he's not out-and-out out striker, but he's not. He's got the comfortability of not being pressured by anyone else. I mean, Brewster is in and out. Origo, Origi tends to play on the wing, so he never has that competitive nature of someone who's trying to push him further in his own position. So I generally do feel that we do need our players and squad players that are not just there for the numbers, but can there to kind of push 
our team for the better. Exactly, and I think that needs to be refreshed, and it's whether we can refresh it this summer is the question. I mean, Chris, I'll ask you the question. At this point, you know, I don't think Divock Origi starting a game for any reason other than lads need, you know, someone like Mane needs to, need to rest. But realistically, at this point, is there more value to play in Minamino? Even though, you you know, Origi's got, is, is more proven in this side, Minamino is going to be getting the nod ahead of Origi more than likely because there's more to be gained from playing those games. I think so, and I, you know, I think you know, whereas Frankie was talking, I was actually thinking about Minamino as the backup for Firmino, isn't he? Maybe, um, he's, but you've got that option still of him playing on that left hand side. I mean, you know, we've seen Curtis start in the middle for us, but maybe Curtis is out there. Maybe it's a, I don't think Hardy really plays on that side or whatever. So there is options there, but case in point. You know, we played Manchester City last night. They've got their top striker out in Aguero and they're still bringing on Maris. Yeah, and like, Bernardo Silva. It, yeah, yeah. And, and Bernardo Silva. And it's just crazy that when you think... David Silva doesn't even get on the pitch. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. And then, but then next season he won't be there, I suppose. That's why I didn't mention mention him. So you're looking at it and you go, and we're bringing Origi on. And, and that's, that's the difference between the two squads. And, and that's why Liverpool fans across the board, universally think we need a fourth player for that front three. Someone who's of that calibre of the Mane, the Salah, the Firmino, who's ready now, not maybe in a year's time or two years' time or three years' time. We want someone now because we know what the competition is like with Manchester City. But I think, yeah, I think I'd like to see Curtis. I think he's done well when given the opportunity of the first team. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying, look, I was a bit harsh on Origi before, to be honest with you. You know, I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't think he's a bad player. I just don't think he's as good as what we've got. You know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, it's one of them things. I think he's done some fantastic things for Liverpool. He really, really has. And I think we've, I think he's hit his ceiling. I don't think he's going to improve. He's 25 years old now. I don't think he's got more to improve without 90 minutes over and over and over and over again. I don't think Liverpool can afford to give him that. The, thing, the things that we can't know in this, Sam, and this is why I think Minamino probably end. Rodrigo probably play now that we've said all this. Yeah. But I, I um, <laughs> that's why I wanted to see him start, Paul. Yeah, because I, I want to find out whether I'm right or wrong. Well, I, I think we know. I think we know the answer, to be honest, Chris. And I think that's the point. Is that I think Klopp knows. I don't. I don't think there's any more you're going to get from Rodrigo. You're not going to. You can get Rodrigo. can do more. But I don't think he can do more in this Liverpool team because I don't think he suits our style when he plays centre forward. And I think he is, 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 you know, his his physical and technical attributes suit him to being a decent backup on the left hand side because he's fast and he's got very good close control and he's got a trick in him so he can beat so he can beat a man as well. But what we don't know is like again, there's more value in, in Amino and maybe and and this will depend. But I was just looking at Rian Brewster's stats so far and look at the championship, but he's got six and fourteen in in the championship since going there on loan as a as a young lad. He's an unknown, but he might be that that thing if we can't buy to, and we can't upgrade. You left the took choice. one off him at the weekend as well. <laughs> that was a great strike by the way. Yeah. So it should be it should be a one and two record. It should be seven forty. Yeah. That that might be the factor there is that Minamino definitely needs to get game time to get himself up to speed and get himself integrated into the squad. But then we we don't quite know. But there might be a, there might just be something where Klopp looks at it and goes, "You Chris is right on Origi," and <laughs> there might be a more value to saying, "Well, Origi can move on." And Bruce, we'll get more from Brewster playing Origi's games because there's a higher ceiling to what he does. Yeah, if, I mean, if you look back at some of the players that are in and around Brewster's sort of age and stuff, you're looking at Greenwood's a little bit young, but that same kind of cohort. You look at Jaden Sancho. Brewster was the man. 
Brewster yeah. scored a hat-trick in Brazil against Brazil in the World Cup semi-final. I think he scored a hat-trick in the quarter-final as well. He won the player of the tournament, the golden boot. This kid has got the talent. Klopp said early doors, there's one guy in the academy I can't wait to bring through and get hold of. And he was talking about Brewster. Yeah. And he's had his injuries and he's caught up now playing for Swansea. Uh, I'm taking that one in two record as well, Chris. That was a fucking unbelievable free kick, by the way. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, Frankie, watch it. It's classic. You haven't, you know. Um, yeah, so I, I bring him back. He comes back into our squad next season. And I think he can benefit from the COVID sort of financial situation, the way Greenwood has for United, the fact that they've gone shit. And now yeah. he's turned into a, a really strong player, getting loads of first-team minutes. Yeah. Terms of, so he's definitely there. Origi, for me, you know, he's, he's got Jamie Vardy all over him because Vardy's finished. I've been watching him lately. He's, he's not the same player as he was a year ago. He, you know, someone like Leicester should take him and play him next season up front or rotate him with someone like Vardy. But he, he doesn't have the midfield attributes that Mane has, and that's why I think he struggles. That's my opinion, anyway. I think he struggles. Whereas Origi's great in their half, he doesn't come back and burst from our half the way Mane does. Minamino's got a little bit more midfielder about him, and maybe mm-hmm. that's why moving forward he might get more minutes same with Jones as well he's got that midfielder element of him where he will get back and then burst forward which is very much the Liverpool way isn't it yeah absolutely I think there's loads of interesting things and you know we're gonna we're definitely gonna see a few more lads rotated I think but I don't I'm I'm interested to know whether we do wholesale rotation or not because I Klopp or everything coming out of Klopp is that his eyes are on that point record and I think I think it's right that we can 103 points is the most we can we can get now 104, 104 is, yeah, yeah. That right. So if we win every, if we win our remaining game, 104 points. Klopp will have that because you need to. Klopp is Frankie. Klopp is a manager. You need to have. It needs to be goal orientated. You need to have something you can put on the dressing room wall, so to speak, that you can say to the players, "This is what we're going for. This is what we're fighting for." Um. So yeah, I, I. I I'm not sure that we will be as r- rotational, maybe as people think. Yeah. But I still think there's, you know, as per the conversation we've just had, it doesn't mean you won't see Minamino and it doesn't mean you won't see Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott, etc. But probably not like five of them playing from the start in one game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly think whenever you guys do do your predicted eleven, I think it only change in my opinion. I think will probably be Genie for Navi. That's only really the everything else. I think is probably still be as you were. Um, with that being said, we want to gain this moment. We want to take this opportunity because we need to remember Aston Villa are not exactly in the greatest of forms. I had to triple check, but the last win they had in any competition was in January. So, exactly. that. that obviously, okay, yes, we missed a month of football, but still to that level, I'm like, wow. So, they're not exactly in the best position to come at us. So, if the chance for us to, like you said, on the wall, get 104 points, no better opportunity than a team that's not being able to win any game in the last four, five, six months. So, yeah. Absolutely. Right. So, we have some score predictions then. Sam, I'll start with you. Uh, I'll go 4-0, same as the Palace result. Sweet, Chris. Yeah, I'm going 3-0 Liverpool. Um, and I'm just going to say, I'm about to do my start 11, Frankie. I'm going into the office now to do it. Okay. I think that that's probably the side as well. And mm. I guarantee you, I get dog's abuse. I'll be in the comments. So I'll, I'll go your back, man. Don't worry, I'll go oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically just gonna do, just say it was you that did the, the, the starting eleven. Um, so yeah, three 0 Liverpool. Frankie. Uh same three 0 I think two goals in the first half and uh, one extra in the second. I'm gonna take a five 0 to Liverpool. Oof. Yeah. yeah. 
So no, let's get let's let's fix the goal difference. Yeah, right. Yeah, let us know your what team you think Liverpool should pick. Which players you think all Liverpool's... our goal difference since lockdown ended is zero. You know. Oh god, it's horrendous, mate. Liverpool are crap, mate. Yeah, nil nil, a four nil win and a four nil loss. Can't win away from Inconsistency, enough of it. I don't like this, mate. <laughs> playing at home, which is fine. We still did you see that that graphic that Sky put out of the longest <laughs> beat of the home, and it's like we're on ridiculous. And oh at second, second place is eight. Yeah. We're 48 ahead of any other team. <laughs> play amateur level on FIFA or something, man. It's ridiculous. Real. Well, let's hope that continues anyway. Uh, listen, yeah. Uh, I also just say, what, before you do, I also want to do say a massive love and respect and congratulations to fellow Redmen, Lost Carson, his newborn baby. Just want oh, to nice. say congratulations to him for that. Absolutely. I have no idea who that is, but congratulations. Lawrence uh, McKenna? Oh, oh, no, Lodge, oh, sorry, yeah, I'm with you. Oh, now. Listen, yeah, Lodge... Is it the London accent all of a sudden? Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Lodge, yeah, actually, yeah, right, right, we've issued our congratulations to Lars. He's, um, I'm, I'm just made up. We're, we're, as, as parents, we're just made up when other people have to enter the period of suffering. It's not, congr- <laughs> it's congratulations, <laughs> but it's done with like a. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, big, big, big love to Lars. Um, Welcome to the club. Your life's well, over. Well, too, mate. It's dead easy. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching, for liking, for sharing this, of course, and for subscribing. Uh, if you want the final word show from Aston Villa or you want it from Man City, if you feel the need to go back and get some uh, catharsis from that, you can join up on YouTube memberships. You get access to custom emotes and you get the final word show after every game. If you want more than that, go to the redmentv.com for exclusive interviews and loads of additional content in podcast forms. You can get it on the go and in video form as well it's all brilliant stuff uh, so thank you very much guys it's been an absolute pleasure uh, look forward to the game we'll be back with a live fan zone commentary 45 minutes before kickoff on Sunday we'll see you there when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.